Hey everybody, I just wanted to start with some editor's notes before the show got going. To start, we recorded this episode over Discord, so if there are any clipped words uh, or dropped parts of sentences, it's because sometimes the mics uh, didn't pick up everything people were saying. I think I got it to where everything is understandable, though. Uh, If there's any issues, blame Discord. I also wanted to give everybody a shout-out that I got to play with and just make sure that that was clear. I'm also going to include all of these in the description of the episode. Uh, Firstly, this was a playtest for the new tabletop RPG that's being developed called World of Wildervere, and it's spelled W-Y-L-D-R-V-I-R. And you can find that on Twitter, and you can also find it at wildervere.rpg on Instagram. I got to play with one of the creators named Krova, and you can find them at Krova, C-R-O-W-V-A, on Instagram and Krova underscore arts on Twitter. The two players that were with me were Sydney of Hightower from Nat20 Productions, and they're Nat20 Productions Official on Twitch and YouTube, and Nat20 Productions on Instagram and Twitter. The last player that I got to play with was Rich or Hatchling DM. He's also creating another tabletop RPG called Inspirals, which you can find a link for on his Twitter as well. With the notes out of the way, let's get going, and I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to Wildrevere, where everything is ready and ripe to be discovered, and people seek only the best interests for one another. Conflicts will arise, of course, but world soul willing, everything will always work out for the better in the end. In this world where magic is directly linked to nature, everyone works together to keep the natural world clean and bright. Most cities are built tall, not wide, so as not to disturb the wildlife around them. They are built in conjunction with the natural landforms rather than against them. The people of Wildrevere have made great advances in technology, but are still getting a grip on their newly discovered magic. Will you help further that progress and discover all the hidden parts of this world? Or just ride away on a magical crystal emu into the sunset? The choice is yours. Welcome to Wildrevere. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this Wildrevere game. I don't know if we have a name for this sort of series of one-shots yet, but this is it. Um, (laughs) I I am joined by some lovely guests, if you all would like to sort of introduce yourself and where people can find you. My name's Nolan Lacey. I'm with Final Plank Media. Um, We we do a tabletop RPG podcast called Good Better Quest. Uh, You can find us at Final Plank or Good Better Quest everywhere. Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, all that stuff. My name is Rich Hatchling DM on Twitter. I'm a new game designer. I've just relaunched a Kickstarter for Inspirals, which um, teaches sign language as you play. Um, it's aimed at teenagers, but enjoyed by adults. Um, and I'm just in the development process of making that TTRPG now. Me, Rubino. Um, I'm with Nat20 Productions. We have a Pathfinder 2E stream every Wednesday at 8 p.m. on our Twitch channel. Um, and you can find us at Nat20 Production on Twitter and Nat20 Productions on Instagram. Um, and the cool thing about our stream is that I actually helped build it with our GM PJ. And it's really fun and really awesome to, one, play on the world on the stream, 
and to watch a world that you've created come to life. So I'm sure this is equally as exciting for you, Krova, watching your baby sort of grow up. Yes, for sure. <laughs> come awesome. Yeah, well, thank you all for joining me. Um, as you all know, I'm Krova, Ava. You can find me at all the Wildergear things. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, so I guess we get started then. I guess then character introductions, probably. Um, you all have sort of found yourselves in Cindir, um, being hired by a researching team. However you all sort of got involved in that, up to you. Uh, but if each of you would like to sort of describe your character. So, my character, his whole name is Jeffrey Boyardee, uh, but he does go by Jeff. He is... An older gentleman, I, I think in the rule book you mentioned that magic was uh, first discovered two or three generations ago. Yes. Um, I, I think he was one of the first people in his community as a, a very young child to discover magic. Fun. So he's he's pretty old and he's a human. So he's he's getting up there in age. My my attributes, just for reference, uh, my my D twelve is he's good with people. My D ten is dramatic flair. Mm-hmm. Then my one magic that I have, it's a conjuration. And I, I had to run this by you because I wanted to make sure that I could use conjuration in the way that I want. Mm-hmm. It's called the pasta pistol. <laughs> oh <laughs> my God. <laughs> so good. Uh, the, the way I envision it is that when he makes finger guns at someone, he shoots <laughs> pasta. Amazing. And he can change the pasta by, like, cocking his thumb back. But he doesn't know what kind of pasta it's going to make next. Oh, fantastic. Um, And the reason it's called the pasta pistol is because it also comes out at extreme velocity. So it's not really useful. Like, he can't just... I'm sure it could, but you can't plate pasta. He can't just like, hey, here's your spaghetti. I mean, if you hold a bowl out in front. (laughs) Yeah, like 10 feet out in front of him. He'll get it for you. Good fire hydrant. (laughs) The most important question, though, is it mom's spaghetti? Is it mom's spaghetti? I think... It doesn't qualify as mom's spaghetti because it's it is dry <laughs> pasta. There is no sauce to go with it. Oh, it's just <laughs> it's, it's just, just plain pasta. <laughs> <laughs> but it is cooked. Was... It's just plain. Okay, it's cooked, but it's plain. <laughs> um, cool, amazing. <laughs> uh, his D six is storyteller, and his D four is decent at cooking. Good. Okay. <laughs> I would imagine he would be at least a little decent at cooking. He, uh, you know, he comes he has from magic. Yes, and he comes from a line of boyardees, and they are all oh. disappointed with him. <laughs> uh, wow. And the, the way I see him physically is is an older guy wearing all like um, tri- uh, oh, what's it called? They're like Hawaiian t-shirts, but there's a brand. Oh. Yeah, Bahama Jims, exactly. Bahama Joes. You know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking <laughs> Those about. Those yeah. vibes. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, he's wearing fantasy New Balance. Like, gotta have those on. Perfect. <laughs> he, he just emanates pure dad energy. He's dad. Yes. And he is gonna make you pasta. Fantastic. <laughs> Whether you like it or not. <laughs> Good. Amazing. Um, Rich, if you would like to describe Ooh. your character. So I'm a fae called Fumblefoam. <laughs> And um, 
I, I went with the system where you were talking about rumours. I thought I thought that was really interesting in terms of yeah. character creation. And um, so the, ru- the three rumours are: some believe that I hide a monstrous beast from harm and uh, routinely feed its souls. Cool. <laughs> um, the second rumour is some believe, like sirens, my dulcet voice is used to lure the victims to the beast. And the third thing is some believe when I speak to animals, I'm building an army of critters. <laughs> Good. Amazing. I'm incredibly untrusted by the general populace, but by this group of people in the research team, there's no one closer. And I fa- in fact, I, I'm a herbalist and I, I always pick, I pick the herbs for a Jeff's uh, pasta yeah. sauce. <laughs> oh <laughs> my God. are a cooking team. I love yeah. it. Fantastic. I love that. Amazing. <laughs> That is incredible. We're going to open needs, a five-star restaurant. To bring the tomatoes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I got you. I got you here. Some of my skills are like um, uh, conjure foliage over things. A bit like Princess Mononoke, so I can like cover mm-hmm. stuff with like moss and things. And, and I've got a thing called Lark Song, which is my biggest ability, which is like this. This is comparable to a siren's kind of voice. Awesome. Very cool. Yes. I want to be op- want to be opera singer. Good. Yes. So we have pasta and entertainment. I love yep. it. Yeah, there's, there seems <laughs> to be an Italian Italian theme going on as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, are you done, Rich? Yeah, that's that's pretty much that's pretty much her. Amazing. She is going to be incredible, and I look forward to to the pasta sauce on top of the pasta. Um, <laughs> if you can catch it. If you can no, catch it, no. yes. It is firing at incredible speed. Pasta is a contact sport. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Yes. So my character's name is Foss. That is F-A with a dash S. Um, they go by they, them. They are a stone. Is it Eidolon? Eidolon? Eidolon, yes. Eidolon. Okay, they're a stone Eidolon uh, from the city of Shardelia. And they're... How I built them was sort of like, you know, in a friend group where there's like the strong, silent, like supportive friends. Yes. I built them to be a literal rock. Um, (laughs) Amazing. So they're quiet, encouraging, supportive, and almost <laughs> completely made out of crystal, except for their face. So they can't express some things, though most of the time they are stone cold just staring at you. But no, it's with love. Amazing. <laughs> they're it's a fun group. <laughs> <laughs> their biggest aspiration is be- to become the, um, basically the best cartographer. Um, there, uh, there is, they love maps. They're, um... The skills reference um, my D four. I chose mediator, so they're they're all, they're okay. They're learning. Um, <laughs> D six would be crystalline armor because they are crystal. Geomancy is also a D six. Harnessing the stone, which allows my character to sort of change the attributes of the terrain that they're in, and the D eight is also cartographer. D10 is I for details, and D12 is observant. So you have yourself a rock wallflower, y'all. <laughs> good. <laughs> Those are so good. Amazing. I love everyone nice. already. Mm-hmm. And for the pasta, I am observant enough to find where tomatoes are. So here we go. There we are. <laughs> yes, yes. There you go. You guys are a, a traveling, yes. like a food cart. Yeah, <laughs> <for> pasta. 100%. <laughs> 
Maybe that's what yeah. the research is about. <laughs> yeah. Um, Perf- the perfect recipe. Yes. <gasps> Maybe that's what you're trying to find. Mm. <laughs> the ingredient for the perfect recipe. Jeff just um, keeps cycling through all of his pastas. Is it angel hair? <laughs> is it ravioli? <laughs> is it rigatoni? I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. Um, <laughs> you all have sort of found yourselves in Cindier. In, in the company of a researcher, a sun elf researcher, who has sort of been tasked with sort of scaling one of these, one of the smaller volcanoes of Cindir, not the, not the big one, but like a smaller one, because there's been some strange sort of magical disturbances um, as of late. And she, alongside her sort of created friend, Stevie, his name is Stevie. So the five of you are currently in kind of a, a gondola-like um, sort of train car going up the side of this mountain. And and Reese is just sort of going over sort of the situation and, and she says, there's been a lot of rock slides recently and we don't really know the cause of all of these rock slides, but it's been causing some damage down in like the farms and, and buildings below. So yeah, we're just going to go check it out and make sure that everything is like alright and that there's nothing wrong and maybe fix it if we can. And who knows what we'll find at the top of the mountain. Maybe some strange uh, spices or something for your for your business? Don't do finger guns. <laughs> Jeff is slowly putting his finger back down. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you say so. Is, the, is, this, is this a place of nature down there or is it completely devoid? A few plants like around. There's like some, some hot springs and stuff up on the up on this mountain in particular. So there's like a little bit of, of plant life. This is a dormant volcano so it's not quite as fiery as stuff further north but there have been some strange activity lately rough is the terrain getting up the mountain you guys are currently in like a train car so you guys are like slowly going up you guys are you can like peek your head out the window and you can see it does get quite steep the further up you get but for now it's like you're going up at like a steady a a steady pace and the the cart does sort of like weave and wind its way up the mountain jeff walks over to foss and elbows them in the side and rubs his elbow because it hurt. And he says, <laughs> you know, these dormant volcanoes, you can't take it for granted that they'd stay off. <laughs> uh, rock joke. Yeah. Um, Voss is going to stare at uh, Jeff and just blink really, <laughs> really slowly. And just say, ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> a good one a good one jeff yes this is what friendship means friendship means you support each other's humor and that was funny good job jeff so jeff i want go ahead carry on no so i was gonna i always want to i wanted to use one of the abilities so i don't know how the system works but i've got i've got a a camera so i've got a conjure foliage ability i want to sort of conjure foliage over um foss's kind of exterior Maybe give you just cover, maybe, cover maybe, them maybe, maybe give maybe give yeah maybe give them all over their shoulders a little bit of there. cushion so they're not quite so spiky. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I re I re I retunely do that to like um give her a bit of, give them a bit of vibrancy. Yes, you are now covered in bright green moss. <laughs> roll roll a d uh, whatever um, size dice your attribute is um, to see yeah. how good of a job you do at this. Looking at the new growth on them yeah, and just Sweet. rubbish <laughs> oh no oh no 
It's kind of or dang. you roll a d20 plus your attribute dice. So go ahead and roll a d20 as well, and then add them together. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, that's a five. five. Um, yeah, you you try. You get like mm -hmm. one of the crystal shards covered in moss, but like yeah, yeah, it's hardly noticeable, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like it's not your best work. Oh dear, I'm kind of I'm a bit miserable now. I, I put up my my, my, my <laughs> oh. head in my chin, in in my palm, and I'm kind of like oh. Okay. I'm imagining that the moss covered one of Foss, the palm of one of Foss's hands, mm -hmm. and they take their palm, and they pat, they pat, fumble, gently on the back, as gently as they can, because again, rock, um, and say, <laughs> thank you, this will feel good on my face when I scratch it later. That was the idea, yes, that was the idea. It was intentional. <laughs> So, uh, Jeff wants to talk to Reese and just ask, yes. so, uh, are, are we protecting people? Are we trying to make sure that, uh, rocks don't fall on people, or are we, like... Yes, we're trying to sort of uncover the reason behind these rock slides, because they're more frequent than they have been in the past. And just, like, I don't know, they seem to be magical in origin? That's unclear. So we're going to go see the reason as to it and maybe try and stop it if we can. Is it possible for Foss to go to the um, front of the, the train car that they're in and mm -hmm. look up the mountain and use their observant skill to see if they can find the source, like a source of loo loose rocks basically on our path. Yeah, as I we mean, you guys there. are in like a, a gondola at the moment, so you can Cute. like, like a sky gondola, but it's like on a track. Um, but yeah, if you want to sort of look ahead. I sure will. I'm going to do that. And, oh no, oh, Dice, why do you hate me today? <laughs> um, that's a 15. A 15. Not, not horrible. You can see, like, there's, there's some vegetation, but there's not, like, a lot. So you do see some sort of patches of, like, boulders and stuff up ahead. Um, you can't tell for certain how stable they are, but you can see patches like this, sort of, up the mountain. You can't see all the way to the top of the mountain, because the track kind of weaves around. But you do see how it would be possible for some of these rocks to, to slip. Would, would that roll have been able to tell Foss if the rocks were placed there, or if they are just um, natural. Rocks? They look natural. Okay. Well... It looks like rocks. <laughs> Indeed look like a pile of rocks, yes. Listen, listen, you two. You know how long we've been searching for some rare mushrooms? It seems like I've heard rumours that they're in this, this volcano, this dormant volcano. If, if on route we can have a quick search, and we know, we know how, how observant you are, Foss. And especially if we can make a map of this place and this complex, that would be fantastic. It's rumored that I once rode a crestal underground and emerged with the largest opal hall anybody has ever seen. I'm sure I can apply that to mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's a rumor, but I aspire to be everything that people talk about me, so... Uh, I, do, I do not. I very much do not. Well, you know, Rich, that's why we're friends. Opposites <laughs> attract. <laughs> 
You know, people like to tell me that uh, I had to close my first restaurant because I kept shooting people with my pasta, but that's not true, and I don't want to live up to that either. So, you know, sometimes rumors are good to just be rumors, I guess. I don't mind if you shoot me with pasta. Jeff shoots one ravioli at Moss. Amazing. Can Ah, there's no dexterity check. That's great. Cause yeah, roll, roll a, a pasta. I've already <laughs> forgot the name that you made your attribute. The pasta roll, pistol. Well, pasta pistol, yeah. yes. Ravioli catch to the mouth. <laughs> We're going to use a D4. A 19. A 19. Yeah, you managed to just shoot one piece of ravioli. <laughs> yes. Directly in my mouth hole. Amazing. Yes. Morale is up. Morale is up. <laughs> Reese just sort of like claps politely. And, and as you all are sort of having this fun uh, ravioli eating um, <laughs> bit, you all hear sort of a distant rumbling and then like a crash. Foss, you can see one of the um, sort of piles of rocks in this sort of small earthquake, kind of, sort of dislodges. And it's not going to hit your car, but it does sort of run through the track ahead of you. And there is now a hole in, in the track and you guys might roll off the track. Oh dear. Crover, what does um, Harness the Land do? Harness the Land is like growing small flowers and controlling a little bit of plant life. Would uh, Foss's geomancy be able to like build makeshift tracks? You could try. Hmm. Those, those were my thoughts. Uh, my thoughts were one, cool, calm, collected while Sydney's panicking. Um, my thought was using harnessing the stone to create makeshift tracks, yes, but then also I was thinking perhaps, um, perhaps Fumble could also help me and create some vines to stop the rock from hitting any, um, anyone further down the mountain. Slow the, slow the rock's trajectory, yeah, okay, yeah, um, I've got, I've got a vine whip. Um, which I can use, yeah. Which is it's only my, it's only the D four, unfortunately, but um, I can give it a go. Yeah, while you try your geometry. Both of you, both of you, give it a roll. Yeah. All right. Ooh. Well, that's not bad, actually. Jeff is just trying to shoot pasta at the rock. <laughs> You're just um, shooting pasta at the rock. Just, Perfect. Just, just like I'm trying to do something. I don't know how much <laughs> is helping, but I can so, give uh, it a shot. <laughs> Twenty one. I got. Twenty one. Okay. I got a 22! 22! Fantastic! So as you guys are, like, getting close to sort of the edge of the track, Fossey sort of, like, stick your hand out the window um, and create this very makeshift track. Um, And as you guys are sort of rumbling over it, it's... It's real... It's... For doing it out of the window of a moving car, it's quite good, actually. It's not the smoothest ride, obviously. But you manage to not disrail the car as... uh, Fumble, you sort of out the other window, shoot out a vine whip that sort of catches this boulder in like a hammock, and it just sort of rests there. Oh, great. Nice one. Yeah, and you will make it to the other side of the track. Although it seemed as it was sort of crossing the stony bit, the car has like kind of, it's making funky sounds now. And it's slowing down a little bit. Hey, um, Jeffrey, do you have any mechanical skills with your pasta? (laughs) (laughs) He starts cycling through some different uh, pastas to try and see if he can pull one out that might help with whatever the problem is. Okay. Uh, What? (laughs) 
What, what kind of mechanical issues are we dealing with? Um, you guys don't really know. You guys are just slowing down a little bit, and it's making kind of like a strange scraping sound, which probably isn't good. It's like this is the end of the line. Anyone that is um, driving the car that we're in, or is it automated? It is automated. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what's the what's the what's the chat called? The what sorry? What's the uh, the assistant of the of the research team? Reese's Reese's uh, assistant. Reese. Yeah. Um, Reese's assistant is Stevie. 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 Yes. Um, and he's just kind of been sort of sitting at the back. He's mm-hmm. uh, created and he seems to be, I don't want to say like a pack horse, but he's like carrying like this massive backpack full of all of these like contraptions and like microscopes and things that are like, you don't need to take all of this to the top of a volcano. Um, but Reese is going to take it anyway. <laughs> it's going to be rough when we eventually have to hike up this mountain. Um, yeah. Fox yeah, probably. <laughs> is going to approach Stevie take the things off of his back, put them onto their back, and say, have a good trip, bud. I don't know if you're coming with us, but it was nice to meet you. And then Foss is just gonna hop off. <laughs> you just yep. you just jump ship. Yep. Do you have anything to roll to sort of slow your landing? Or like, if when- you don't, then just roll like a straight d20, just to make sure you don't fall on your face. <laughs> My only thought for that was crystalline armor will protect me, but I, I don't mean, know about the equipment. So true, true. It could protect you. <laughs> yep. All right, let's do that. That is a sixteen. Sixteen, not bad. You sort of uh, land like on your feet, and you do like a couple of hops to like balance yourself, but you manage to not fall on your face or break the equipment. And, and the rest of you are sort of sitting in the car as it slowly sort of scrapes to a halt. And and with that, Stevie sort of stands up and gets out of the car. <laughs> I'm, I'm coming with you, you know. I, I am a part of this research team just as much as you are. Does it does it seem like, does the ground seem like heat, heated, like incredibly hot? It itself is not hot. It is a dormant volcano, so it's not like, like spewing lava anywhere or anything. Um, but yeah, the area itself is quite warm outside. Yeah, it's quite warm, yeah. Can Jeff, still in the, the cart, can he see where the rock that ran across the, the tracks came from? Can you see where it started? Yeah, you can see, um, like, one of these sort of piles of boulders. You guys did notice there was, like, a kind of strange earthquake, kind of? It wasn't exactly an earthquake, but, like, a sudden shift that caused this rock slide. Uh, Jeff wants to jump off as well. Okay. I, I yeah, the, the car tall. the car is stopped now, so okay. you guys can easily get off. So he he climbs down, and if it's close enough, he wants to walk over to where the boulders originated. Yeah, you can take a little bit of a hike, but it's not too far away. Okay, he's out of breath. He's kind of old, so yeah, fair. <laughs> it's not too terribly steep. You you can make it there, no problem. <laughs> he wants to see if he can see any tracks any any foot tracks of any kind any around foot tracks. um yeah do you have a tracking ability if not just roll a straight d20 if you don't have anything that you think could be applicable mm, yeah i think everything's pretty much dealing with other people uh i sure. think the only thing that would even come close is adaptability but i don't think that would really count for tracking. Yeah, not really okay so ooh, that's this can never tell on this dice it's a six Sorry, I had to look for the little dot. (laughs) No worries. Yeah, you sort of get up there. It's 
like you don't see any sort of tracks or anything it seemed like there was just like a sudden shift that caused this boulder to tip over but then again you are a bit winded (laughs) (laughs) he turns around and looks at the group and goes i I guess they just fell off of course i could be wrong (laughs) rock joke (laughs) haha good good one Voss is going to stare blankly again (laughs) (laughs) and actually crack a smile but yeah I know big big deal crack a smile and then uh hit um walk up to walk up to Jeffrey and hit him on the back with a moss hand and be like you're getting better and head up the hill (laughs) yes um yeah, with that Reese sort of like picks up her bag and says, "Well, I guess we're we're walking for the rest of the trip." Uh, I, I sort of I sort of sidle up to to them and um, I say, "I don't I don't expect you to like me. No no one really does outside of this group." Um, I like I suspect, you? I suspect you've heard the rumors, though. Well, we've all heard rumors, but they're just rumors. I hired you for a reason, after all. I wouldn't hire well, someone who I didn't like. That's very kind. Hmm. Of course. Have some foliage. Oh, <laughs> thank you so much. And I, I, I kind of, co- I kind of cover their hair in, um, in kind of like little, little flowers and moss. Cute. Twenty-three. 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 Beautiful. It sprouts cute flowers. It's adorable. Reese, Reese is very happy with herself. I perk up considerably. She, she sort of pats you on the head. <laughs> Is it like those those flower crowns that they put on yeah, dogs? Yeah, I imagine Instagram? it's like a it's like yeah, a flower crown kind of. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> it is. It is quite lovely. So everyone's love language in this group is um, is is gifts or words of affirmation. So that's cool to know. Mm-hmm. Good to know. <laughs> so I I kind of put my arm underneath theirs and then and, and we really go, go up the mountain yes you two begin up the mountain arm in arm yep i i assume the rest of you continue up the hill jeff's and jeff's walking and he's making dad aphorisms the whole time just you know it's not the it's not the heat that gets you it's the humidity <laughs> it is oh quite humid um you guys actually do sort of notice there are like a few like very small streams and things sort of running down the side of this mountain um, is it possible for Foss to, again, just take a look at their surroundings and see if there was, um, and see, well, one, how close are they to the top of the mountain where they're supposed to be? And uh, two, you guys have a, have a ways to go. Okay. Um, and two, is there a way to roll for them to check out if there has been any more, um, life nearby, basically? Sure. Yeah. I would like to roll a 20 and a d12 for the observancy, and that is, uh-oh, uh-oh, um, <laughs> oh, d12, no. save me, save me, yes, okay, great, hold up, I need to maths real quick, math is hard, take math your time, is, thank you, <laughs> I appreciate that, math is hard, and you know, it's a 20, 20, fantastic, nice. um, yeah, you sort of take a look around, there is, like, a little bit um, you guys are sort of traveling near one of these streams. You do see a, a small bit of plant life sort of around where the water is. You don't, like, feel any more vibrations or know exactly any sort of thing that would allude to 
what caused the sort of rock slide. None of that is happening at this at this moment. But as you sort of continue up, you can see on the other side of this like creek, um, sort of up on like a cliff, you do see a small patch of mushrooms. <gasps> I'm gonna point that out to Fumblefoam. Hmm. I kind of scamper over and uh, kneel down, and um, yeah, I, I, I pick them very delicately with a little paring knife. Good. Yes. Um, you can. It, you you recognize that these are fantastic mushrooms that can be like chopped up into like a very spicy um, spice. It would make um, nice Jeff's Just... rather bland pasta have a little bit more of a kick okay. to it. I'll add them to my inventory. Mushroom spicy. Our um, entire quest is to make arabiata. As I, as, I, <laughs> as I kind of finish that task, I kind of look up into the sky, see if I can find any um, birds or, or anything flying around. Um, any birds or anything? You don't see any birds like at the moment, but like mm-hmm. it is quite high up the mountain. Um, you did mm-hmm. see some birds, sort of, lower down in, like, the foothills area. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there are some birds around, but none that you can see at this moment. Okay, well, that's cool. Excellent. Um, carry on, then. Sorry for delaying us. I just had to get those, get those lovely fungi. Right. It's a very important side quest. Do not diminish your wants and needs. Oh, I never, <laughs> I never would. <laughs> Jeff is glad they have found the mushrooms, but he's he's kind of disappointed people think his pasta needs it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's okay. At least it's the best pasta around. You have no competition anymore. <laughs> well, you know, Mama Boyardee tried to teach me, but... <laughs> Mama Boyardee? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his mom the chef, Boyardee. You guys are making me hungry. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm me. <laughs> Um, so as they head up the hill, uh, Fass is going to talk to, ask Reese, um, uh, how she got involved with basically this, just this quest that they're on, this discovery, um, how she got involved as the head of what they're doing. Uh, she says, well, I've been, um, working with like a, a research facility for, for a while. It's, it's a sort of a branch of the of the Travelers Guild, um, where we sort of learn about the natural world and magical phenomena here, um, mostly in city. And we uh, go around exploring natu- uh, magical phenomena, um, and this sort of recent outburst of, of landslides seems to be magical in origin, just by the, the frequency of these rock slides, um, and the fact that, oh, Three months ago, there weren't any here at all, and it's just a bit, a bit strange. Again, I don't know the cause of it, so we're going to try and, and figure that out, um, and maybe stop it, or call some people to help stop it if it's bigger than our, our capabilities. In your professional opinion, in the past, have you seen anything like this happen before? As far as landslides go, no. I've been on a... F- I haven't been the lead of an expedition myself. This is my first time sort of leading the charge. Um, but uh, we've we found a, a few things. Some some creatures who have gone wild. A, a wizard a while back who 
didn't really know what he was doing, causing problems. They do that. They do. They do tend to do that. Um, Egotists, usually. Yes. There's a lot of, of magicians who are like, they think they're more competent than they are, unfortunately. And that tends to lead to complications and um, accidents. But this particular case has been sort of on the back burner for a while. Because um, the, the landslide sort of started like two or three months ago. And no one's really done anything about it yet. Um, Even though it's been damaging houses? Mostly farms and things. And the locals are getting a bit fed up with it. Again, the, the rocks aren't that big. It's more annoying than anything. And frankly, I think the locals want to get this solved before the rocks get too damaging. Or too big. If you understand what I mean. Jeff turns around and, and asks, have the rocks been getting bigger over time? Is it is it getting worse or just more frequent? Bigger, but just more, more frequent, it seems. Um, I don't know, I guess we just see what it is? I don't really know. I mean, there's been, I don't know, three or four rock slides a week. Some bigger than others, but... It's pretty severe. It is. It is a bit of a problem, and it's best we address it before anything too bad happens. Indeed. Let's let's, let's get to this, because I want to make some sauce. <laughs> by tonight. Sauce. <laughs> yes, perhaps on your journey you will find more ingredients for the perfect sauce. <laughs> my, my motivation in life. I imagine Fumble getting very distracted and looking like, is that a mushroom over there? No. Is that a mushroom? <laughs> no. It's yes, just a mushroom-shaped rock. It's just a mushroom-shaped <laughs> rock. Yes, you're sort of going along picking like small pieces of moss and, and mushrooms <laughs> as, and things like that as you sort of continue up the, up the hill. At this point, how far are we up this hill? You guys have been sort of hiking for like an hour or two and you're getting you're getting far closer to the top you guys have kind of had to like weave your way around because it is getting steeper at this point so you have to like um like fork back and back and forth so you don't like slip and fall down the mountain (laughs) i have an idea oh what's that oh you know i just thought the rest of the tracks are right next to us right yeah, you guys have kind of been following the, the tracks. And how many people do we have in our party? You have five people in your party. Okay. So what what Foss is going to do, because I think they're looking around and noticing people are getting tired because two hours is a long time to hike uphill. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, they're going to use their geomancy to create, Im- imagine like a mining cart. Oh, fun. To create a mining cart so they can push everyone up the hill and give everyone a little bit of a break. (laughs) Cool. Go ahead and give that a try, because that's fun. (laughs) It is fun. We'll see how my rolls go. (laughs) That is... Oh, not bad. That is not the worst. That's not the worst. That is a 19. A 19. You do manage to craft, like, a little cart. It's not big. Like, you guys are kind of all squished together in, in it. And Stevie, the being a created, does sort of offer to help you push or, like, attach a rope around to the front and, like, pull because he's a created. He doesn't really get tired. So if, if you want to rest, I can 
um, I can help with that if you if you want to rest fast. I promise that I think that you are strong. However, I am mostly crystal. That that is fair. <laughs> this is true. All right, we'll work together on this then. Perhaps you put the all of the sort of equipment you were carrying in the cart. That was another thought that I had. What were you saying, Fumble Fum? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put some um, sort of slick kind of um, foliage on the on the, the points where it touches the tracks. Ah, so nice. it makes it a lot so it easier to push slide. then. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and, and and roll for I don't know, harness the land or whatever you have. Uh, it's only uh, only eleven. Eleven? Um, it's not quite as much moss as you thought, um, but like, it, it helps a little bit. Yeah. Like there's some just, moss just, on there now. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. How much? Uh, how much further up the mountain do you think we have to go? Um, you guys are are nearing the top. You the you can't see the summit, but you guys are getting close. Thing I know, fast is going to need is fuel to burn so they can get up the mountain. So they're going to need to consume some carbs. <laughs> <laughs> I I am humbly requesting from Jeffrey to as fast is pushing this cart with the help of Stevie that Jeffrey creates a a stream of noodles into <laughs> Foss's mouth. <laughs> okay. Good. Uh, Jeff is going to get on the opposite side of the cart as far away as he can to try <laughs> and dull the impact of his noodles. Because they are kind of like, it's like a bullet stream. <laughs> or we, or we, it's, or we, it's pasta. <laughs> We could fill up. We could fill up the car like a like a takeaway. Um, <laughs> yes. Takeaway box. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That. <laughs> so, well, I think what Jeff is going to do is uh, in. So we we haven't talked about the items that we have yet. No, you guys have not talked about your backpack items. So Jeff actually doesn't have a backpack because it's way easier to carry everything in his cargo shorts because every Good. dad has to have cargo he's a dad. shorts. Amazing. <laughs> so um, he pulls out a checkerboard uh, tablecloth. <laughs> and he, he lines the cart a little bit, and then he stands back, and he's going to try and fill up as much of the tablecloth <laughs> with just spaghetti as he possibly can. It's amazing. Give it a try. <laughs> oh, that's a 14. A 14? Yeah. Um, it's not all spaghetti. There's some... <laughs> You, the the type of pasta sort of switches halfway through. Oh no! So like some of it's spaghetti. You, you get some ravioli in there. Um, it isn't some. It's some it's a bit orzo. of a it's a bit like, of a hodgepodge of different types of of, of pastas. Listen, Foss, I'll, I'll try and feed some of the spaghetti through the penne to see if I can make it go a little bit quicker. <laughs> Uh, we got some bow ties in there. You're gonna have to use a spoon for that, I guess. But I'll shuffle it in while you're moving. So now it's full of pasta. <laughs> so Reese, he gets into Reese, the cart. Yeah. Go. Are you sitting in the pasta, or do you have the tablecloth like wrapped up like a like a sack yeah, to hold I, it? I've grabbed it like a sack okay, and I'm holding it and I'm I was I'm, assuming but also I didn't I, I thought that's what you were going to do but I didn't want to assume yeah. that you weren't <laughs> sitting in the pasta. What I was hoping for was one extremely long piece of spaghetti and Foss oh, could I just see. 
Lady and the Tramp, but without <laughs> the tramp, the piece oh, of good. pasta the whole time. That's a, you didn't manage to make that happen, unfortunately. No, so. But you do have a giant sack of pasta now. <laughs> I'll um, help feed them. Yes. You you get like a, a spoon. Um <laughs> Well yeah, I got my big wooden wooden spoon in my yeah. other pocket. Yeah. We could always, we could always drop it down into the base of this volcano and then jump on top of it like some massive cushion. Now you're thinking like fried ravioli. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fried ravioli. Act. <laughs> Fumble Fum, do you have any flour? We gotta bread it real quick. The string that keeps on giving. <laughs> it's making me hungry and hungry. I, I were in this flour crown if, if that's what you're talking about. Mm. I would prefer not to make this flower crown into into food. Um. <laughs> But if you are in need of flowers, oh, maybe not this time. We'll we'll figure it out when we get to the top. We'll, we'll work on it. I like to imagine that the more pasta Foss eats, the faster they become. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> A catalyst. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Go ahead, and I don't know if you have any sort of athletics role or danima or something. I sure do not. You do not. Um, I don't. I'll just roll a straight d20? Yes. If you if you don't have anything like that, roll a straight d20. Okay. Or if you want to get creative with some of your other attributes, that's cool too. Um, I mean, I mean, if we really want, we I could just roll a straight d20 and get a 16, or I could roll an additional d6 and use my geomancy to sort of create like a little, I don't even know how to describe it, but like basically a rocket coming out of my feet of just like it's like an escalator it's like, it's like the rocks yeah. are pushing me up so if i get tired they just do the work for me and i'm just using my geomancy to sort of push us forward step by step that's yeah, cool that's inventive i like that all right i'm rolling the d6 and that's oh yay oh my goodness thank you d6 um <laughs> that's a 21 21 fantastic yeah with surprising speed and possibly even faster than the gondola you were taking before you rocket up the side of this cliff fueled by pasta from your friend and you all sort of crest the final hill around the final corner and the track sort of comes to to a halt in front of like a small uh wooden and stone shack that's kind of like at the end of a train station kind of thing. And you guys reach a, a plateau of sorts. But the top of this hill is um, covered in foliage and greenery. As you can see uh, around you, many small streams sort of flowing out from possibly the middle of this uh, plateau area that you guys are on. Are there any mushrooms for Fumblefum? Go ahead and take a look. <laughs> I will. Yeah, with your observation. Oh no. Oh. <laughs> um, well it's not the word. It's a fifteen. That was that's not so 15? bad. Fifteen? You're a yeah. little bit tired, you're a little bit winded, um, <laughs> from rocketing up the side of this hill. Makes so sense. You're sort of leaned over, you're like loosely taking a look around. You can see a few mushrooms. I'm going to point them out. Uh, they're not they're not quite they're rare enough for what we're after. They're yeah, they're kinda of common mushrooms. Yeah. You're no, looking I... for the, the good stuff. <laughs> I'm looking for I'm looking for the the ultra rare. Yes. <laughs> Only the best for fumble foam. Only the best for fumble foam. Got Only that. the best. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, as you all are sort of standing.
stand the ground, you feel another shift in the earth beneath your feet. Just just around you. You can see ripples in the water sort of emanating from probably where the water is coming from. Reese, how do you plan to get in here? Plan to get in here? I mean, the, we can walk, I guess, from here? I've never been to the top of this um, place before, but there seems to be some hot springs and stuff in this area. Um, probably why there's a train station and a gondola to, to get tourists up here. I've, I've heard they're quite nice hot springs, actually. I have not visited here myself. Uh, Reese. Yes? Do, do you do you think it's somebody that's casting magic to do this? It could be. Uh, Jeff is going to turn to Fumblefum. Hey, uh, I know you have one of those uh, rumors that you kind of take people's souls and, and that's a little scary, but uh, I, I know you, you uh, sing to bring people closer to you. Do you think Maybe you could try and uh, attract whoever's doing this to us, and we could have a conversation. That's a rumor as well. You know that. I've told you that before. Well, sometimes they're true. It's, my voice tends to send, send people to the hills. Well, I've got enough pasta to plug all of our ears. Listen, I wonder. I wonder if it's someone trying to sabotage the tourist industry in this area. That's my thinking. Someone deliberately ruining the kind of atmos and the need for uh, these trips. If you say it's a tourist hotspot, then it would be very easy for someone to sabotage that with magic use. That, that could be a very possible reason. Mm. Do you, is there anyone, do you know anyone who hates the locality? Anyone who's got a grudge against this, huh? this um, Cyndia? Sure, I haven't really been here before. Um, it was quite popular some some time ago before all the rock slides happened. Going off of what Jeffrey was saying, um, Foss is going to respectfully ask for uh, Fumblefoam to get on their back. Fumblefoam, are you comfortable getting on my back like a baby Yoda? Of course. Anytime. I enjoy our little, uh, little piggybacks. So... Basically, Foss is going to run up the hill a little ways to the, um, to the tourist. You said there was, like, a station? Yeah, you guys are, like, at the station now is kind of where you stopped the car. Foss is going to climb on top of the station. Okay. <laughs> they are going to ask Fumblefoam if they can use their, um, their skills of what is it called? Harness the harness the earth? Harness the, land. harness the land, yeah. Harness the land. If they can use the vibrations in the ground from the surrounding land and see if there are any vibrations coming from footsteps. Right. This is a team effort. <laughs> right, I'll try and uh, I'll, I'll roll the dice and see what see what finds. Yeah, give it, give it give it a try. Okay, I've got a fairly good uh, oh that's pretty good. Uh, Twenty. 20, yeah. Hmm. Um, sort of both of you sort of climb on top of this little shack. It's not the most stable thing. It's like, this was like a popular attraction, but it's kind of been not fully abandoned, but just not as well taken care of in recent years, probably. But you can sort of feel Bumblefoam just sort of like, not footsteps, but breathing. Breathing? Kind of. Right, yeah, okay. That rhythm. Yes, you can you can feel like a like a 
a rhythm. Interesting. It sounds quite big. I, I report. I report that back. I, I, I lean down from her back, from um, from their back, from Foss's back, and I say, um, "It feels. It feels. Um, it feels like it's breathing. It feels like it's some sort of rhythmic, natural, bodily function or heartbeat, even something like that." I mean, I've heard of elementals before. I've heard of, of uh, elementals having a heartbeat, part of the land, but I just don't feel it's the same thing. Do you know what direction it's coming from? You can tell it's coming from sort of the center of this sort of basin at mm. the top of this volcano. Yeah, it's, 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 it's in the center of all the uh, hot springs, basically, uh, where, where the, the tourist hotspot would have been at its, at its most uh, luxurious and most popular. Anyway, we should need to investigate. It doesn't feel it doesn't feel malevolent. I don't know why. I have an instinct. I know malevolent. Especially when it comes to nature. Boss is going to climb down with Fumble on their back and uh, regroup with everybody else and suggest that they head to um, the source of where the breathing is coming from in hopes that uh, Jeffrey can possibly diplomacy his way out of convincing whatever being that is to stop making rocks fall. If I can't diplomacy, I can always pasta. <laughs> if all else fails, pasta. pasta. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yes, you sort of, um, this being sort of a tourist area, um, you can see some small sort of wooded paths and beautiful stone bridges and things sort of weaving their way through um, this quite beautiful sort of series of rivers and things um and eventually you the trees sort of open up and you can see like layers of these hot springs and in the in the central one um sort of highest up you can see the water is sort of like being like dislodged and pushed out by a large creature you can't see the full creature because it is partially submerged but it is also very big going to turn to Jeffrey and say, well, you talk to things. <laughs> Jeffrey's already walking towards the edge of the water. Okay. And Fumble, Fumble's going to go with, with him because, um, because she's got, she's got um, a friend creature as one of her highest abilities, so um, she's got a good chance of maybe having some yeah. communication with it. Yeah, and I have good with people, so we should be yeah, able exactly. to good combo. Just razzle-dazzle. Yeah. <laughs> So Jeffrey gets to the edge of the water and just shouts to the big the big creature. Uh, hey, hey, boss, have you been uh, dislodging stones at people lately? Would you like to give a roll to see how? So I'm, uh, I'm going to roll my good with people skill, okay. which is my highest skill. <laughs> I got an 11. 11. Clearly, this is not a person. It also appears to be sleeping. Um, in in the water, it doesn't seem to hear you. Jeff turns to to fumble foam and goes, "Well, uh, I don't seem to have any effect on it. Maybe you could try." Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do my lark song, um, which is um, far from that. Uh, I say I say just just cover your ears. He he uh, again pulls out some pasta and sticks it in you there. Pasta yeah. into your ears, okay? This, this, comes, this, <laughs> this comes out um, as a, hi- a hideous sound that will sort of disturb most things. I see, okay. Uh, um, oh, and a crit, a crit and an eight. So it's nice, 28 yeah. with a crit. You let out this horrible sound 
and you it's can sort hideous. of hideous, yes. sort of see this sort of mound. It's like a reddish brown, rocky skin, similar to like like a rhino's like thick hide, um, and it sort of rolls over. And you can see a leg like kick out and that sort of sends another vibration sort of through the ground. And you can sort of hear the distant falling of rocks as this creature sort of stirs in its sleep. And with rolling a, what, 28? Yeah. 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 You can see sort of the head of this creature rise up. It is a strange mix between like a boar and a rhino. and, And it lets out like a big yawn. Cute. It is massive. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. It's Maybe. like 30 feet long. Okay. So you could, could eat a lot of pasta. This <laughs> is true. It seems to be sleeping in the hot springs. Okay, so I want to make a massive wreath, conjure a massive wreath in my hands that I can that will fit around its its horn and and and, and walk towards it. I'll do I'll do I'll see how glorious the wreath is. Okay, yes. Uh, uh, nine Are you attempting 12. to make like a flower crown kind of thing for this creature? Yeah, or yeah, come some offering thing. That's yeah. my style. That's you, my style. Yes, you you make a a flower crown. It's not quite as big as you wanted mm. it to be, but you could like put it around the very tip of the horn. <laughs> okay, so I, I so I approach quite slowly and reverently. Yeah, and then I'm just uh, and I just look it straight in the. Uh, is it awake now? Or is it? You said it is yeah. groggily awake. Okay. Its, its eyes are still closed, and it's kind of, like, rolling over, but it does sort of, like, blink itself awake and sort of look in your direction. And it sort of does, like, a weird mix between a yawn and a roar, and it sends, like, a absolutely disgusting breath of hot, like, gross air in your face as you approach this creature. So I, I slide the, you know, kind of reel slightly, but I try to hide it so I don't offend this thing. It could be even it could be a god or something. So I, I kind of just slide the wreath onto its onto the onto the end of its horn, and then um, I kind of bow. Okay. And then I, um, I I whisper loud enough that it can hear. Hopefully, I understand about misunderstood creatures. Um, I have one at home. Please listen to us now. And I, I, I sort of gesture to, for Jeff, even though he can't hear me. I, I use my my hands. Mm-hmm. Tend to come forwards. I say slowly. I sort of sign slowly to him. We kind of have an understanding about certain signals. Yeah, I would imagine you guys have traveled together for. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jeff, Jeff, very over exaggeratedly does like the cartoon step forward so that he doesn't yeah. make it much noise. He gets right, right next to Fumblefoam. Yeah, and I say, um, we need to talk to this thing. I don't say that loud. I say that to, to, to him quietly. Jeff understands that that Fumblefoam is trying to be a little not not sneaky, but not upset the the creature. Mm-hmm. But uh, Jeff isn't quite as smart as Fumblefoam, and he turns <laughs> around. And he goes, "Foss, uh, can you see if this thing's injured or not?" This is gonna just nod and uh, use their eye for details. Wait, no, observant, observant. Eye for details would be more if I'm creating something observant skill and uh scan the creature over while everyone is uh approaching it slowly yeah go so, for it. i imagine you kind of approach at this point too yeah oh that's oh that's a 20 okay a 20 nice with your sort of cursory glance it doesn't seem to be injured in any way it seems to be very tired and just enjoying a good nap in this hot spring and it's sort of curiously looking at 
the strange flower crown on the tip of its of its horn, and it's like shaking its head a little bit. Um, not necessarily angry or anything, just like, what is this small thing of flowers, and why is it itchy? Vaz <laughs> uh, is say- going. Oh. No, I was just gonna wave to uh, Jeffrey and give him a thumbs up. Okay. I'm gonna, um, you know, the spicy mushrooms. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sort of like p- pull them all out of my, the pouch and uh, put them in in my palms and just like hold them out for this rhino creature towards its mouth. Okay. Um, I'm, you. I want to, I want to wake it up. I want to, I want to make yes. sure. Yes. Oh, see, so see if it wakes use up. the the spicy smell to Spiced. sort of wake it up. Yeah. yeah. Sort of like, um, to... Easy, easy enough to do. The sort of like like pepper kind of wakes you up, sort of thing. What's nature's bounty? Nature's bounty. Yeah, you're more adept at foraging than most other races, and you have a near perfect memory of plants and animals you have discovered. Okay, so so you, have, pres- you actually have heard stories of. Or go ahead, go ahead and roll, and I'll see if you know mm-hmm. what this creature is. <laughs> yeah. Um, Fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah, you've heard sort of stories and legends of creatures such as these. It is a slumbore. They're found all throughout Wildervere, and they're just massive, lazy creatures who find a place to sleep, and they sleep there for, um, like, six months at a time. (laughs) And then they move to another location, and they sleep for eight months. And they just are constantly hibernating. And they're... They're rather inconvenient. Well, see, yeah, I'll see if these mushrooms perk it up, or if it, if it, if it yeah, you do manage to like wake it up a little bit, and it sort of sort of shakes it shakes its its head, um, and it sort of stands up and rises up out of the out of the hot spring, sort of sending mm-hmm. like water sort of splashing down. Both of you, Jeff and Fumblefoam, get a little bit soaked. Yeah. Um, so I like it. As the water sort of splashes out over Soaked. the side of the pool. Oh, I'm gonna have to wash these new balance again, man. <laughs> oh my god. Um Foss is going to create a staircase up to the creature's face using their geomancy for um Foss and and um for Jeffrey and Fumblefoam to climb up if they wanna try and talk to it on a more beast to individual level. Mm-hmm. Let me roll that real quick. Oh no! <laughs> Just shoot us in the air <laughs> into um, one, of the, one of the pools. That's a ten. A ten? <laughs> yeah. Um, you do make a pillar underneath Jeff that shoots him up. Um, <laughs> there is no way down, but Jeff is now suspended in the air in front of this creature, like eye to eye with it. Yeah. <laughs> You're like 20 feet above the ground now. <laughs> uh, I think Jeff looks at the, the creature and says, uh, so do, do you want to move or do you want to go back to sleep? Because you're you're causing some problems and I can help with both. It, it lets out like a tired yawn roar. <laughs> uh, you are also sprayed with just this disgusting breath of hot air. While it's yawning, can I kind of forcefully offer it some spaghetti. You you can certainly try. <laughs> Alright. Oh man, I got a nat 20 and an 8 on the TA. That's wow. Me. That's amazing. Yeah, you shoot like a cannon of spaghetti down this creature's throat. And 
it, it gives a, a great big gulp, and it sort of like licks its lips, and it sort of looks at you, and it opens its mouth for more. Oh, oh, good, oh, good, good, good. <laughs> okay, um, Jeff shouts down to Fumblefoam like, "Hey, you know that sauce you've been wanting to try? We're gonna need a big old pan." <laughs> I know, I know what you're gonna do. This is brilliant. So. Um, I think with one hand, Jeff wants to continue shooting pasta into his mouth, and then with the okay. other hand, shoot some pasta uh, to fumble foam so that mm-hmm. she can make like a, a more delicious pasta. And we're gonna give this thing the pasta sweats and put it back to sleep. Okay. Or 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 we make a pasta trail down the mountain. Oh, that's so. Good. I was I was thinking pasta trail as well. Oh yes. yes. Okay, that's absolutely what Jeff is going to do then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff isn't the brightest. No, <laughs> he definitely is. No, but he is the best at making pasta. 100%. So you could do one You could do one hand shooting into the mouth and the other hand making a trail. Yes. Slowly lead it down like the Pied Piper. Yes. <laughs> the, so, the Pied Pasta. The Pied, pied Pasta, yes. <laughs> so Foss is going to roll for her... Her their geomancy again, um, yeah. and they're going to create a path for Jeffrey to get down, um, <laughs> and guide him along a path so he doesn't fall twenty feet to perhaps bodily injury. That is going to be a sixteen. Sixteen? Yeah, it's not the most safe. It's a little bit precarious, but it is a way down. Okay. Like you, you might need to, to shimmy your way so you don't <laughs> slip, but you can make it back to, to solid ground safely enough. Mm-hmm. Okay, Jeff hops down. He, he slips and falls, and he, he does some super dad moves where he like doesn't have his balance, but he, he catches himself, and he gets to yeah. the ground, and he keeps yeah. shooting that pasta into, into the yeah. <laughs> creature's mouth. As, as you're getting further away, this creature sort of like steps up out of the, out of the pool, and it is making its way towards you. <laughs> Such a cool image. It's a hippo. <laughs> it is very hungry for the pasta. <laughs> All I see is like a Rhydon from Pokemon just yes, five times following me eating pasta. Yeah, what very similar. Again? What was it called again? Such um, a cute it's called name. A slumbor. Slumbor, wow. So cute. Um, Love it. So the only thing that Foss has in their inventory are comprehensive maps of most of the cities. Luckily, mm-hmm. one of them is the city of um, Cindir. Mm-hmm. I was wondering if they could use their observant skills to look for a more suitable spot for this creature to take a nap in nearby. You can look at one of your oh, like right. geography maps and, and find like a fun valley for it to sleep in. Yes, that was my idea. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right, that is a 19. Nice. A 19, perfect. Um, you sort of, as this creature is like lumbering towards you, you're looking at the map and you can see sort of down closer to town, but like downhill of town, there is a nice valley full of lovely trees. And it, it seems that like, even if it causes a disturbance in its sleep, it will not harm people in the process. Perfect. I'm going to shout this out to uh, Jeffrey 
and I'm going to join Fumble Foam wherever she is, and um, I'm going to ask her to sort of use her um, use whatever flowery powers that she wants um, mm-hmm. to sort of create like along with the pasta path to create sort of like a flower path so people know don't walk in the way of this gigantic creature and possibly get crushed this creature is big enough people will see it coming (laughs) never mind it's just pretty it is just pretty (laughs) yeah let's just do it for pretty sake yeah yeah i'll make a a vine path i'll make a vine path I imagine uh, Jeffrey needs that path because he's walking backwards. You're so walking backwards, yes. yes. He needs it to follow to get to the valley. 18. 18, yeah, you do make a path. Um, it sort of connects up to like the cart that you made earlier, and you can see Reese is sort of like piling stuff back to the cart, and she's like, do we want to go fast? Do we want to make it down this hill in a timely manner? How fast can this thing move? It is moving quite fast, and it's only at, like, a lumbering walk. But it okay. is very what? hungry, and it seems to be trying Thanks, to get dude. as much pasta as fast as possible. Okay. Uh, Jeffrey does want to get into the cart. He does some awkward, again, awkward dad movements to get in there. Mm-hmm. And um, while he's doing that, instead of spaghetti, he changes up the uh, the pasta that he's using to make it a little bit easier because he doesn't mm-hmm. want to, like, accidentally get pulled out or something if the spaghetti gets caught on something. Fair. So he switches over to penne, so it's like a machine gun coming out of his <laughs> finger. Good. He's just shooting into its mouth full of pieces of penne. Amazing. When yeah. in doubt, pasta. When in doubt, pasta. Um, a phrase that Jeff would <laughs> Stevie's sort of at the back, and um, he's sort of, like, running to, like, give this cart, like, a push Um, before gravity takes hold and you guys um, and he he jumps into the cart as it begins quickly descending this mountain and you can see this giant 30 not 30 foot it's like 20 feet tall like boar rhino lumbering after you (laughs) trying to get as much pasta into its giant mouth as it can you guys are on a small track in a kind of um, hastily put together cart so you could easily go off the rails unless you guys do some sort of crowd control management I imagine Jeff is pretty preoccupied firing pasta <laughs> I will use the geomancy skills to see if uh, Foss can make sure that their friends don't die yeah <laughs> that's the general oh no um, that's the thought. Uh, ooh. Seven. Oh, no. You, the, the cart is moving fast now, so as you're trying to sort of control the ground, it's moving by too fast for you to, like, gain hold of anything. Um, and you guys are speedily heading towards sort of a rather sharp bend. This could end poorly. Um, I'll try and vine whip it like I did the, um, the rock. <gasps> okay. Although it's my uh, least effective ability, but never know. Give it a, give it a try. I could get a crit. Mm, 12. 12? Yeah. You fire some vines, and it, like, grabs hold of the rock, but you're sort of not really strong enough to hold on to it 
and stay in the cart at the same time. Um, so Fumblefoam is sort of, she's like holding on to this vine and she's sort of moving like in a circle around this bend, but she is not taking the cart with her. So if someone would like to very quickly try and hold on to make sure she doesn't fall out of the cart. Oh me, oh I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have any skills to add to that unless I use the harness the stone. You could use Harness the Stone, you could also use Crystalline Armor, because that also sort of acts as like a grounding force, if you have that. I do. Um, harness the Stone is higher? Okay, however you want to um, do it. Yeah, you could use I'm Harness the Stone and like embed your feet into the stone mm, cart. Yeah, that's true. That was the thought. That's the cool. thought that, that I was... Yes. Where are you, D8? Okay, that's... Well... Uh, that's a 15. 15? Yeah. You barely managed to grab Fumble Foam sort of around the ankles. And I imagine all three of you screaming <laughs> as oh, you yeah. spin around this corner. Uh, you don't manage to derail the cart. Um, and just behind you, crashing through the stones, is this massive creature who is now running after you um, <laughs> down this mountain. Oh, chaos. Um, I imagine that Foss let out one yelp and then quickly quieted their mouth and yeah. uh, stares forward, looking for any more quick bends like that. Yeah, go ahead. Um, make a make a look check. A look check? Maybe Observation. If, maybe if we're lucky, they can see something before it comes, so that time maybe we'll have an advantage. Um... <laughs> That's a 23! A 23, yeah. You do manage um, to see, and you do also remember the way you came up this way. You can see a couple more bends um, up ahead. They're not quite as sharp as the previous one, but they are in rapid succession. All right, guys, buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy ride. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff is still screaming from the first bend, so he doesn't hear that. (laughs) Yeah. I just, I just imagine you guys rocketing down this cart, all of you screaming <laughs> as this massive creature follows you. Just the image <laughs> of that is very funny. So, this is 100% that's what happened. Um, is there, with, with Cynthia, is there, a, is there like a beach area? Like um, not where you are. There's no beach. No, okay. You guys are kind of more where inland. Things, guy? That's what I say before we get to the next bend. I said, like, where, where are we leading this? Come on. We need a plan. I know, we, I know we should have she got a plan. At, at some point, it. you guys are going to have to um, leave the track because the track does go into town. Um, but just before, um, you guys can sort of skirt around the edge of this small village um, and into this valley where the creature can sleep peacefully. Okay, great. How close are we until our dismount? After these couple bends, okay. you, you should rather uh, dislodge yourself... Sooner rather than later. Mm. What? Oh, this is a bad idea. You guys are still halfway up the mountain, so you do have a little bit to go. Foss is going to use their powers of geomancy to basically create... What what, what am I trying... Words words are going to be my friend today. Um, (laughs) They're basically going to try and create, like, rudders on okay. the on the cart so they can uh, dig them into the ground and slow down around turns 
So hopefully mm. no one's going too fast and tipping over. Does that make I sense? See. Yeah, like breaks. You're making breaks yeah. basically. I'm making breaks. Cool. <laughs> I'm upgrading my land vehicle. Um, <laughs> And I didn't know that was a thing that I would be doing today, but I'm so glad that it is. I didn't think you guys would be shooting pasta into a giant monster's mouth, but here we are. I don't think any of us started the day thinking this is how today was going to go. I was sincerely hoping I would shoot pasta into a monster's mouth, so... That's fair. I mean, I guess you knew. Because you're the one who created pasta magic. Um, I got a 20... Pastamancy. Pastamancy! Possibly. That's the most important yes. type of magic. Uh, I got a 22. A 22, nice. yeah. You managed to make breaks and kind of almost like wings on the side where you can like tilt with the cart so it like stays with the track and doesn't like tip over. Best day ever. Yeah, you managed to do that. And you guys weave through these last few turns. You can see the town up ahead and just to the right of it down the hill you can see sort of the, the treetops of this valley. We're gonna have to make a jump for it. Um, hey. Yep, there's no other Fumble choice. Foam. Yep. Would you mind creating like a soft patch of moss we can land in? Of course, this is gonna, this is gonna, this is gonna be my best work. You wait and see. I believe it. Uh, 17, it's not the best, but it's not bad. You sort of shoot out a patch of moss up ahead uh, so you can, you have like a big patchy area to land, but now you have to dislodge yourself from the track and land in that pile of moss. Has anyone got any, any abilities that will help us? So, um, Jeffrey has tech savvy. Would he just know of a way to get the, the cart off the tracks just because it is, you know, some kind of technology? You can, you can roll for that to see if you could figure something out. Okay. <laughs> Make another stretch, but we're doing it. If not, I have I might have an idea. I rolled a 24. A oh, 24. hell yeah. Yeah. You can guess that possibly if you make some sort of ramp or something, you could send the cart soaring and landing in this pile of moss. Jeffrey absolutely tells Foss that. Yeah. Oh, that's exactly what Foss was thinking! <laughs> <laughs> So Foss is going to use their ability of harnessing the stone and they are going to create a ramp. And so the image, okay, wait, well, I guess I gotta see you gotta, you gotta see if it works. First. Oh, it's gonna work. Oh, it's gonna work so good. Good. Yes. Oh my goodness. That's a 23. Perfect. Nice. I imagine the scene as they soar into the sky with the sun behind them. Exactly. Gigantic monster just chasing them, leaping into the air with them as Jeff is shooting so much pasta. I imagine he looks like an old Royal Air Force machine gunner in a plane, just shooting. (laughs) Yes. And you have Fumbleful's hair slowing in the wind. In slow motion, you guys soar through the air. It's amazing. (laughs) All of you are screaming. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, great. Good. And you, the cart does land in this pile of moss, and it, like a trampoline, almost bounces a few times before coming to a halt. 
this creature is leaping toward you. So you should probably vacate the cart. Oh, we run real fast. Yeah. 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 Um, I imagine as, as soon as the cart lands, you guys all sort of leap from it and start booking it down this hill towards the valley as the slumboard sort of crushes the cart that you guys were previously in and it's lumbering toward you. It is quite tired, considering it was napping for three months and then just raced down a mountain. You can see it is starting to lose some speed as you all lead it down into this valley. Well, I'm glad it's losing speed because I doubt we could run ahead of it if <laughs> it was going full force. <laughs> no, you, you could not. <laughs> Jet. Jeff has changed back to uh, ravioli, and he's just shooting big old pieces into its Good. mouth. Amazing. Slowing it down. Yeah. It, it seems also consuming this amount of pasta. <laughs> it's getting tired. And Oh, carb coma. Yeah, it's yeah. entering carb coma. Amazing. Um, how close are we to the, um, to the place we're going to at this yes. point? Yes, you guys are in the valley now. Now it's just finding a location. To put this thing to sleep, I've jumped on Foss's back because that's what I usually ah, do. Yes, and good. She's, they're so much faster than me. Yes, that makes sense in my brain. I like this plan. Yeah, dynamic. Foss is going to shout up to uh, Fumblefoam, be like, Would you like to create a fairy circle that they can lay in so we can stop mm, running? That's a great idea. Let's do that. So, pretty good. Um, 18. Up ahead, you see like a big clearing and um, summoning your magic, you summon just a circle of mushrooms that sort of sprouts around this clearing. You will race across it to the other end as this, uh, as the slumbore sort of slides to a halt in the middle of the <laughs> circle and plops down in front of you, its mouth open. It is exhausted. Like a beached whale. Like a beached whale. It's... So cute, my brain. Yeah. It is very cute. I imagine it's like in the movies where it slides and it's like touching our feet. Yeah. It stops yeah, yeah, right yeah. at our feet. And Jeffrey accidentally shoots one final ravioli that just sticks onto its tongue. Yep. And then the it, it retracts its tongue and lets out a big yawn. And it <laughs> just it just passes out right there. Oh, I love oh. it. <gasps> well, that's fun. <laughs> Jeffrey collapses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Reese. I'm glad you think so. <laughs> I mean, it was almost like a roller coaster. I mean, I'm a bit out of breath after running for so long. Boss is going to pick up the passed out Jeffrey, um, <laughs> sling him over their shoulder, and with fumble foam on their back. I imagine it's a walking into the sunset sort yes. of deal. <laughs> um, but I also don't want to speak for everybody if anyone has anything else yeah. they'd like to do. Would anyone have anyone anything else they would like to do? No, that's fine. That's great. No, that's a good <laughs> image to end on. I think Jeff just has one very tired thing he says as he's hoisted onto Foss's shoulder and he goes, I always say, when in doubt, pasta fixes. And then he falls asleep. <laughs> good. Amazing. You all walk into the sunset. This slumbering creature snoring in the background as we fade to black. Um, if we all want to go around one more time um, and just remind everyone where people can find your cool stuff. 
Uh, I was uh, Jeff Boyardee, uh, Nolan Lacey with Final Plank Media, and you can find us at Final Plank, uh, any social media platform. Yeah, I'm Rich um, Hatchling DM at Hatchling DM on Twitter. Um, you can find Inspirals, there's a Discord for it um, on my Twitter page, and there's a Facebook page for Inspirals as well. And uh, as I said, yeah, we're, we're, we're looking to publish the book for the new year. Uh, and get it to everyone in, in America and, and, and the UK. Uh, my name is Sydney. I played Foss, and I am with Nat20 Productions. Uh, we have our show Edge of Legend that goes uh, that streams every Wednesday, 8 p.m. PST on our channel, which is Nat20 Productions Official. You can follow us on Twitter at Nat20 Production and on Instagram at Nat20Productions. Thank you again, Clover, for having yes, such a fun of course. session. Um, if you all would like to find more about Wilderbeer, you can follow us on Instagram at wilderbeer.rpg uh, or on Twitter at wilderbeer. Um, join our Discord server. We're very active there. That's probably the best place if you want access to cool things and to join this fantastic community. Thank you all for playing with me. <laughs>